here's a message from Ken Lavica. What if I could tell Bills fans you're trading Josh Allen, but you're guaranteed to win a Super Bowl the next year? Hmm, sounds fun. Stone the Banowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. I want to give a lot of credit to the great Bill Barnwell, ESPN senior writer. Because he presented a hypothetical, and you know if you listen to the show on a regular basis, sweet mother of God, do we love hypotheticals. But he, he presented a hypothetical that I saw, and I immediately, I, I proposed to it. I got down on one knee, and I said, my God, I love you. I love you, hypothetical. Here's a hypothetical ring. I'm taking this. Bill Barnwell, thank you. And if you don't like what we're starting the show with, blame Bill Barnwell. I don't want to hear from you. But what if, what if, here's a hypothetical question. What if, Bills fans, you've waited so long for a chance to win a Super Bowl. Your offense has looked vanilla over the last five or six weeks. You're depending on the snow to make yourselves feel better about finally beating the Dolphins this year on Saturday night. What if I told you, your boy, your man, the, the, the player that you have taken into your snowy football table-crushing bosom, you're trading him away, never to play for your franchise again. But it means that next year, the Bills win a Super Bowl. You'll never see Josh Allen again in a Bills uniform, but next year, you're guaranteed to win a Super Bowl. Would you do it? Damn it, I love you, Bill Barnwell. Ken Levick alive on a Thursday here on ESPN 106.3. Free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And a John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the cloudy and really windy intracoastal. I have no idea what's, uh, what's happening out there, but you know, that's the price you pay when you have waterfront real estate like we do. Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights, Radio Life Partner, runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. The Dominican Queen, she is here every Thursday, and she is present, Jeanette Javier. I want to thank everybody, by the way, yesterday at uh, Duffy's in West Boca for, uh, for letting us hang out and uh, do the show there. And so uh, it is nice to be back in the confines of the studio. Though. Absolutely. We can be as loud and chaotic and obnoxious as possible. And not that we didn't care yesterday or anywhere we traveled to on our field trips, but... There's no rule, so. Yeah, we can be as loud as we want. So we're going to be as loud as we want. Um, So Bill Barnwell, I mentioned this story. There is right now on ESPN.com a, a, a column titled Fallout from Rams, Broncos, Saints trading early 2023 NFL draft picks, okay? So basically what Bill Barnwell is doing is he's breaking down the Denver to Seattle trade that brought Russell Wilson, the Rams and Detroit trade that put Matt Stafford in L.A. and sent Jared Goff to Detroit, and then the New Orleans to Philadelphia deal that we saw as well in the offseason. And just breaking down who won the trades, who didn't win the trades, uh, who would regret that at the end of the day? Mm, that's a tough one. Um, now, I've seen a lot over the last couple of weeks about, oh, Jared Goff's playing so well. The Lions are on an upswing. I can't believe that the Rams ended up losing that trade. Now, the Rams didn't lose that trade. They got a Super Bowl. Those rings last forever. As Bill Barnwell writes, the flags... Last forever. I don't think the Rams will ever say that they regretted the trade sending Jared Goff to Detroit when in return they got Matt Stafford and they won a championship. I don't see the Lions with Jared Goff even though they're improved winning a Super Bowl. Maybe it's just me. Am I the only one in the room that thinks that? Jeanette, do you think Jared Goff is winning Detroit a Super Bowl? Negative. No. He might put up better numbers and he's certainly going to have a longer shelf life than what Matt Stafford has. I think we're getting close to the end of the road here for old Matty. But Jared Goff, he could go to four, five Pro Bowls. It doesn't matter. 
the Rams didn't lose that trade. They didn't lose that trade. But within this, here is the following paragraph that I thought was fascinating. If anything, it's a fun thought. A fun exercise to try to identify how many NFL players wouldn't be traded for a guaranteed Super Bowl victory. The Chiefs wouldn't trade Patrick Mahomes for one Super Bowl when he gives them a chance of winning a handful over the next 15 seasons. The Bills probably would not make that trade with Josh Allen. The Bengals probably wouldn't do it with Joe Burrow. Those were the three names put out there. Now, the one with Josh Allen, that is the one that really stuck with me because the Bills love Josh Allen. I would say Josh Allen, when you hear Buffalo, New York, other than snow, the first thing that comes to mind, Jeanette, if you're playing word association, is Josh Allen, right? Yes, and jumping through tables. And jumping through tables. But he's, he's part of that culture. Oh, for sure. He's the face of, of Bill's mafia. I'm wondering. Like, just think about it for, for, for one minute. Jeanette, do you think, and you're someone who has been spoiled in your lifetime, you have had, for your team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you've been alive and fully aware of them winning two mm-hmm. Super Bowls, including acquiring the greatest quarterback to ever play the game, and he won mm-hmm. a Super Bowl for you in the home stadium mm-hmm. that the team plays in. So you have been, by, by most NFL fan metrics, spoiled as a pro football fan, even though the Bucs have certainly had some lean years. You have two rings under your proverbial fandom belt while Dolphins fans of a specific age well not dirt old have been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and nothing they can't even make the playoffs they made the playoffs six times in the last 25 years okay (laughs) but if if you're a Bills fan and I told you hey you're trading Josh Allen to Arizona but I can guarantee you that next year and this is the only thing I can guarantee you is the Bills will win the Super Bowl. But Josh Allen, before, I would argue he's not even in his prime yet. He'll never come back and play for the Bills. What would you do? Bye-bye. So you think it is for for that franchise. What is your goal of rooting for a team? To see them hoist that trophy at the end of the season. But what if, what if you could win multiple of those with Josh Allen? You're, You're banking on him as, as Bills fans are now, dragging them to the finish line, getting that ring, and also the satisfaction of winning a title with the Bills. What if Kyler Murray was the quarterback that brought the Bills a title? Would there be as great a satisfaction him in that first year doing it as there would be of Josh Allen, the, the boy that's been adopted by that snowy abscess of a city, if he brought a championship to that town? No. You got to you got to think with your heart a little bit here too, right? And maybe that's where I'm being a little more black and white about the situation because I Josh Allen could probably leave once his contract over for a lot more million dollars. Fans are more loyal to a franchise than I like to say players are more loyal to a franchise. But the Bills will back up a frozen Brinks truck to keep him in Buffalo forever. I I I still think if you are guaranteed to see your team win a Super Bowl. It outweighs who delivered that Super Bowl to you. Exactly. Now, that, I think, is relevant for a team like the L.A. Rams, who don't exactly have the most hardcore fan bases, right? And in L.A., with a franchise that's relatively new to coming back to that city, there's no connection to anybody. It's not like Rams fans, even though Jared Goff went to a Super Bowl with the Rams, that I think were pining for Jared Goff to do it for the city of Los Angeles, and it fully embraced him. No, he was just a guy who was on the team when they got to L.A., and uh, Sean McVay was able to maximize him. And so they can go and get Matt Stafford and win a Super Bowl, and they're happy. The Rams, they're able to show off the shiny hardware. But there's heritage. There is love in Buffalo. There is a long tradition of, of legends uh, that have have been embraced by that city. Josh Allen, the latest one, and he's the face of that franchise. And for him not to do it, for him to leave in the very next year, rent a quarterback comes in and wins a title. Like from a a heart perspective, you could see why it would feel diminished to someone feel a little bit cheap. 
Yeah, I, I think every Bills fan um, would tell you to screw off. Like, they, there's no way. There's no way. They, they'd just rather ride it out with Josh they'd Allen. They'd rather ride it out. Josh Allen's going to go down as the arguably the greatest quarterback to ever play for the Buffalo Bills when it's all said and done. This kid's a bona fide Hall of Famer, or at least talent, caliber guy. Yeah, there's no way. They, these guys will lose and go kick everyone's ass in the regular season. They're happy doing that. They're happy showing up to the stadium in Buffalo. There's no way you get rid of a generational talent like that, regardless of winning or losing a Super Bowl. It's but, not It's not maybe. You could argue. The argument's stronger one way than it is the other, as if, yeah, the ultimate goal is the Super Bowl. Like that, That's understood. That's why the Rams won that trade. But at the same time, no, it's not. It's about going through that football season, being a fan, putting on that number 17 jersey, and having hope that your team busts that team's ass. That's what it's all about. It's more so than winning a Super Bowl, in my opinion. But would you still call him a generational talent and all these beautiful hypotheticals if he never brings a ring to your team? Oh, that would be the discussion, but we're talking about a 26-year-old boy at the moment. right now. I guess that's not that that young, but yeah, you would. And we still do with guys like Tom. But he's 26. He's just entering his prime. He's entering his prime. This is a championship window for the Bills. Josh Allen is stuck with it this long, and there's such a bond between him and the fans. But then Mm -mm. you tell Bills fans, sorry, we're sending him to the desert. And uh, we can't guarantee anything past three years, but Kyler Murray's your new quarterback, and he wins a title next year. And no bill, think no, about no, that. no bill, no bill fans is it. signing off on that. See, I would do it. And see, so Jeanette, Jeanette is she is is speaking from I think the the broad perspective, and I think she probably represents the majority. Where hey, a title's hard. Winning a Super Bowl is hard work. So the only and this is what I thought about this morning for my answer. The only way I would root for Dwight Howard again is if somebody said, bring him back to the Magic, but they won a championship. I would take Dwight Howard tomorrow, bring, dust out all his jerseys, uh-huh. and put the front page of the Orlando Sentinel from when they beat the Cavs in 09 back up on the wall. Bring me the ring to the Orlando Magic. I would absolutely... I, Call me a fraud. I don't care. But I would take Dwight Howard back if it guaranteed me a ring for the Orlando Magic. See, I think that is kind of easy because I would argue that for the Dolphins to get a Super Bowl, I would call up Satan himself and be like, hey, uh, <laughs> could you represent this team? Like I, I Charles Manson. Like, hey, you want to come play quarterback okay. and we can guarantee a Super Bowl? Hey, sign him up. Sign up Sign up, old Chuck. Chucky Mans. <laughs> right. Chucky Mans. Just Chucky Mans. Just to play the extremes here, like, obviously, every single Dolphins fan out there, two and on or not, would send Tua. <laughs> See you later, Tua. Would send Tua uh-huh. to the depths of the unknown. <laughs> to Siberia. To right. Siberia. Right. If, 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 if they're talking about snow, this, yeah. Colder Otherwise known Buffalo. as Buffalo, right. right. <laughs> to win a Super Bowl. Just, and then think about Josh Allen on the other side. No, like this Buffalo Bills team is the odds on Super Bowl favorite before the season starts. Yeah, go, go ahead and get rid of Josh Allen, win that Super Bowl. I guarantee the year after that, you're not the odds on favorite. And the year after that, you're not the odds on favorite. And the year after that, Guess what? You're not the odds-on mm-hmm. favorite. So these guys want the hope. They want to wake up, and they want to go to the preseason knowing that they're the team to beat in the NFL, and the only way to do that is with Josh Allen as your quarterback. And But the, there are some teams, though, that that the bond with a player might be stronger yeah. than the desire to win a championship. And as long as Buffalo has waited and how close they've come and now they're in a championship window, I wonder if because they've gotten to this point and the, the desperation – uh, falling short would be so painful. They would get rid of Josh Allen, their boy. I mean, the man's been adapted by Buffalo to finally get that ring, or rent a ring, but it's still a ring. I don't, I, I love this. I love I Bill well. Barnwell throwing it out there. Patrick Mahomes is a given because Patrick Mahomes has already won a championship yeah, bye. with the Chiefs. Bye. Right. Like, well, I do think they keep him around because there's the chance that, oh, he'll bring us another cha- It's not like they're starving for a championship, right? At the all. Chiefs aren't starving for a championship. They won one four years ago. So Patrick Mahomes will stick around because, hey, he did it once. He can do it again. But he's not on the clock. Like the, and he's entering his prime, too. Yeah, kind of exactly. So to say. But they've, they've already had that glory. Bills fans are starving for it. Starving for it as much as they love Josh Allen. If you traded him and said, "Hey, you're going to win a title the next year," I wonder how many would take it. But I love this question, and I want to expand it to all sports because this could go across the board in all sports. I think there are names that could come up, and I'm actually Jeanette. I am going to venture a guess. 
that you would trade Tom Brady if it meant the Buccaneers win a championship again. Bye. Yeah, that's what I thought. Immediately. Because he's, and I thought that this morning, too. But he's 45 and washed. Yeah. <laughs> he's not, 45 well, I and say, washed. I, I should have said, yeah, so easily. but I, I mean, mean, she did not hesitate at all. I love that. As much <laughs> as she sits here and sings Tom Brady happy birthday on the air and, 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 and punishes us for saying anything remotely negative about Brady, she just pawned him off wow. without even thinking I'm about it. I'm kind of like shocked uh-huh. that I did that. She pawned him off without it's never thinking about again. it. Um, I... Would argue that if Steph Curry, if Steph Curry is gone from the Warriors, that team is not the same. And Warriors fans would not give up Steph Curry for another championship. He has won so much. He's won so much at Golden State that he is the guy. He is the face of that franchise. They would not trade him. Steph Curry is in this conversation, and in fact, Stephen A. Smith was saying something similar today on first take because he has a shoulder injury, and now he's going to get looked at in what's been a disaster of a season so far for the defending champions, and if Steph Curry's out for an extended period of time and maybe the season, the Warriors, are they relevant in any way, shape, or form? Here's Stephen A. Smith. To be quite honest with you, Tim, Molly, I don't mean to sound that way, but I don't think they can. When we see what we've seen thus far this season, all those who, for the most part, the starters um, have played significantly well and the bench didn't hasn't produced the way they're capable of doing. Steph Curry is head and shoulders to start his team and his level of play far exceeds that of any of his teammates. He's averaging 29.6 points on 43% uh, percent shooting from three-point range this season. He's been an absolute superstar, and everybody else has paled in comparison. I guess to answer the question directly, um, if, if, if I have to believe in somebody, although I didn't see the Clay play last night, if Clay Thompson comes in the lineup while Steph Curry is out, assuming it's uh, for the foreseeable future, then Clay Thompson has to elevate or continue to elevate his level of play. We saw what he did last week against the Boston Celtics on Saturday night while I was there in the Bay Area. We saw that three games prior to that he had scored better than 20, point, 20 points or better per game. But he's going to really have to up his level of play and take his game to another level whenever he's back in order to offset the absence of Steph Curry. Of course, Jordan Poole has to contribute to that as well, and he should. He just got his money, all right, just got his bag. And on top of it all, you had people within the Warriors organization talking about how this was an individual that they were considering putting in the starting lineup because they felt he was much better as a starter even than what he does coming off the bench. Those two names come to mind. Obviously, they're guards, uh, they're shooters, they're capable of shooting. You know, Clay Thompson's a bona fide all-time shooter, and Jordan Poole can't hit from the perimeter. But, Tim, to answer the question directly, I would say the focus would shift to Clay Thompson, what he's capable of doing, and to a lesser degree, Jordan Poole, and what he's capable of doing. So all of that bloviating from Stephen A. Smith leads me to one conclusion. Nobody cares about Klay Thompson. Nobody cares about Jordan Poole. Nobody cares about Draymond Green. The Warriors are nothing. They're not interesting. They're not nearly as fun without Steph Curry. There's no way the Warriors would deal Steph Curry if you could say next year they're winning a championship. Not a damn chance. The stone-cold fact right not there. Not a chance. And I, I can't believe it took us this long to use that word relevancy. Because, yeah, that, that's what Relevance I, matters. I would say for the Buffalo Bills. Like, yeah, you win a Super Bowl, but nobody gives a damn about you going forward. So I think relevancy is what I was talking about by going into a season knowing you're the favorite, right? You get to talk crap to all the coworkers. That's what it's really about as a fan. It's not necessarily about winning a Super Bowl or one. They haven't been to Super Bowl since 1994, so they are starving. But I still don't think that's what it's about. Jeanette, is there an athlete that you wouldn't get rid of even if it meant that one of your teams was going to win a championship? Is there one player that you would protect of all of your teams? You're a big Bucks fan. Mm-hmm. You're a big Magic fan. Mm-hmm. Is there any player? Because I tried to think about this, and I could not. I could not come up with it for any of your teams. Maybe Mike Evans so for you, the Buccaneers? You would stick with Mike Evans. Maybe. Maybe because you love if I have if yeah because he's a ride or die Buccaneers player. Okay, but at the end of the day, if you're gonna be like Mike Evans, another Super Bowl run. Hello, Super Bowl. See ya in Tampa, because that's where I watch the playoffs when the Buccaneers are playing. In any sport, in any sport, who is the athlete that you wouldn't trade even if it meant your team winning a title next year? In any sport, who is the athlete that you would not trade? 
even if it meant that your team would be guaranteed a title the very next year. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Who, is the, who are the, the small group of athletes that you protect that stay in their location, even if it means you're not going to win a championship the very next year? Mahomes is in there. Steph Curry, I think, is definitely in there. Also, you think about Mahomes, you think about the Warriors, there are recent titles to have celebrated. So it's not like the fan base is like, oh, there's such a drought. We've been waiting for so long. What do we do? And that's what makes the Josh Allen extremely interesting. Question for Yankees fans. Do you trade Aaron Judge? It almost happened. You're damn right they would. Oh. I mean, that we spent... <laughs> Yeah. We spent an entire season and then an offseason. Oh, God, what's going to happen with Aaron Judge? Oh, God, what's going to happen with Aaron Judge? Oh, this is our guy. This is the captain. Oh, he's going to Monument Park. Remember when he was re-signed? You had the, oh, maybe it's not the greatest deal. And it certainly doesn't fix all the Yankees' flaws, but at least it locks him up as a lifetime Yankee. But what matters more to Yankees fans? The lifetime Yankee? The bust in Monument Park? Or finally getting back? to the top of the baseball mountain again. What matters more is Aaron Judge protected in this conversation because Yankees fans acted like when he got re-signed that he absolutely would be protected because they love him. And he's the mighty Bronx Bombers. So agree or disagree, the Yankees are still relevant without Aaron Judge. Agreed. 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 And I think they But Yankees fans acted like they couldn't live without him. Oh, right. And so I don't know. Do you want the lifetime Yankee because it just means more with the Yankees, the tradition, the heritage? Or do you want that title? Do you want that championship? Uh, what? Which one is it? I feel like Yankee fans would put people on the podium to give up. Like, oh, look at a ring. Here's Aaron Boone. Here's this human. Here's this human. Here's this human. Like, they would be the first to throw people under the bus to get the ring. Yeah, it's tough because when you go down the list of all these bona fide organizations like that have won plenty of championships, plenty of Super Bowls. Like That's when things get weird when you're talking about the Yankees. I, I would argue that Yankees fans would, would say that if Derek Jeter wasn't part of the championships they won, it just wouldn't have felt the same because <laughs> he and was the captain. You're right on the money. That's going to bring every Yankee fan to a halt so when they're thinking about this knees. question. To their knees. To their exactly. Knees. And it, it does depend on, on the team. Like, it definitely depends on the team. Like For now... Like Packers fans, I think, are at a point where they would absolutely trade Aaron Rodgers for winning a championship. That ship has has sailed. Bye. Yeah. And it's it, where I'm having a tough time with this because I would like to take the exercise from Bill Barnwell a step further. Like I would protect Aaron Rodgers and protect LeBron James because if they were to get traded and their team win a Super Bowl next year or an NBA championship, their legacy's tarnished and these guys are done for. Well, and they'll be on the rotisserie chicken spinner for the rest of their careers. <laughs> I, I, I do think that, that LeBron, there's no true connection between him and the Lakers fans and the Lakers. No. They would trade him in a second if it meant they won a championship. They would. In a second. Even though he's greatness. He is greatness personified. They would get so again, that's what I'm saying. Like the the names that we would normally think of in a conversation like this, Brady, LeBron, Rogers. I mean, all of these teams would say, see ya, it's, see you later. It's interesting how you guys haven't mentioned Joe Burrow yet, because he was in the first question. Yeah. Now, what do you guys think about Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, the Bengals love Joe Burrow, and boy, uh, he has certainly become a part of that city, but it doesn't feel like Josh Allen in Buffalo. No, it right? doesn't. For That's, whatever reason, oh, wow. I don't know why. I feel like Joe Burrow is no. more of a beloved national personality yes. than he is folk hero in Cincinnati like Josh Allen's a folk hero in Buffalo. But what's the? why does it feel that way? Because Jeanette and I are on the same page and I can't quite put my finger on why it seems like Josh Allen means more to Buffalo than Joe Burrow does to Cincinnati. How dare you guys, to be completely honest with you. We're talking <laughs> How about, dare you? We're talking about a guy who's literally pulled out the defibrillators and and, and, and given this organization uh -huh. life, the only ounce of oxygen they've had in Jeanette, decades. The, you're shocking him with the hurts. With the hurts, <laughs> right? Hurts. The hurts. Yeah, yeah. He's, Using the hurts He's literally him. shocking a dead Bengal tiger with a bunch of hurts, thousands of hurts. And you think Bengals fans are ready to give that up? But I think Bengals fans give them the respect of making that team relevant uh -huh. again and making that brand come to the forefront.
Therefore, they would not but let I him don't go. Think they're married to J- the concept yeah. of Joe Burrow. Yeah, it doesn't. And seem- the Bengals. Yeah, as tight that's bold. That's bold. That's as bold. Allen and the Bills. That's bold. Like, I, I and I think part of it is like the Joe Burrow phenomenon is still relatively new. Think about it. This is a guy who entered the NFL, uh, had a decent start, then tore his ACL. We didn't see him again. He comes back last year. The Bengals get hot late. Uh, make that run through the postseason. They're hot right now. There haven't been, but there hasn't been the time invested yet between Cincinnati and Joe Burrow. The full relationship connection made, where the Bills and Josh Allen, they've been sleeping together for quite some time. They've done some weird things together, and there's a <laughs> tight bond. Yeah, there's a commitment having, there. Yeah, they already had the. Are we committed to uh-huh. each other? This is the. Stroke. There might even be a pregnancy. Oh, for sure, <laughs> no doubt about there's it. There's a Josh Allen pregnancy. And they're twins too. Uh-huh. This is this is the card that I think you're, I would pull with Joe Burrow. Relevancy, like sure you won a Super Bowl. Nobody gives a damn about you without Joe Burrow. That is a fact. That's even for Bengals fans. They know without Joe Burrow, nobody's talking about him. I don't know. See, I don't but know about that. When you think of Josh Allen, you automatically think of Bills. When I think of Joe Burrow, I think of that swag, that coolness. And then I yeah. think. Like, think who, about was the quarter- the who was the quarterback for the Bengals before Joe Burrow? Andy Dalton. Well, who? the first notable, the, the last notable sure. quarterback. I, who you was, know really bad? I was like, I think but, th- this- but think about that. Andy Dalton went to several playoffs with the Bengals, played in several home playoff games, all of which he lost, by the way, with the Bengals. Before that, it was Carson Palmer. So it's not like they hadn't already flirted with quarterbacks. Between Jim Kelly and Josh Allen, there was a hodgepodge of crap with the Bills. Like, thank you, Joe Burrow, for making us relevant again, we're ready for a ring. You got to go. Yeah, but then you're going back to the depths of hell. But that Cincinnati Bengals organization. I think, I think Bengals I, fans would say deuce. It's, it's tough because... Thank you. It'd be the nicest. Like, they'd walk him away with flowers and chocolates. Yeah, it, it, and Skyline Chili. <laughs> oh, yes. Definitely some Skyline Chili. I hate that stuff. What is but, that? It is chili with onions and cheese heaped on top of it, and it's just a, a massive conglomeration of indigestion and diarrhea. That doesn't sound appetizing at all. I mean, it's delicious, It also though. looks like diarrhea, too, it which is weird. Just... It's the only food I know that looks the same going in as it does coming out. Why are we talking? <laughs> I can't. That's a, like, that's a good point, though. You know? <laughs> it's when, it's, it's accurate. I'm not lying about <laughs> it. Really good point. I'm not lying about you it. Know, you guys have been pretty crass the past couple of shows. <laughs> I think for- Emphasis on ass. <laughs> I, think that, <laughs> I think for Bill Barnwell's exercise, it really comes down to preference on do you care about guys having rings or do you not? And I think for a Tom Brady fan, yeah, you do care about rings. For somebody who goes to bat for guys who we deem mediocre, like an Aaron Rodgers or like a Baker Mayfield and stuff like that, like I don't necessarily think that fans actually care about rings when it boils down to it. I don't think so. So so I, I, we are all in agreement that the Dolphins, you get rid of Tua, Hell you yeah. win a ring. Dolphins fans are good with that, right? Bye-bye. Yeah. We don't um, need to see him again. Now, now, <laughs> Jeanette, what about the Brooklyn Nets? We want to talk about relevancy. What if you said, hey, we're trading away Kevin Durant, but you win a championship next year? Bye! Because I think Kevin Durant's the only reason anybody gives a solitary crap about the Brooklyn Nets. Well, that, that, Do they have any hardcore fans that are, that are like, oh, man, like that ring. How many how many Brooklyn Nets fans are like, oh, starving for that ring? Like Darren, like Darren Williams guys, like guys who were rocking out with some of those, the Boozer boys. I don't know. Think about it. There's like five of those people. <laughs> like, I don't know. The J- only- Jay-Z would love a ring in Brooklyn That's for sure. That's what I'm saying. Jay-Z would. Okay, and but he I don't make care probably what Jay-Z like, wants. Uh, well, he always makes good music, so my hope is the Nets would win and Jay-Z drops new music. So we all win. See, but I think for Brooklyn Nets fans... Winning a ring guarantees you at least, what, five seasons of relevancy? Mm-hmm. So you would take it. Like with the Heat, you get rid of Jimmy Butler, you, you win a ring, I think, I think for sure, right? <laughs> oh, like we yeah. love Jimmy, and Jimmy's, Jimmy's one of the best players in the NBA, maybe the best player in the NBA not to have won a ring, and it would suck not to win a championship with Jimmy Butler, but the way that the Heat do business, where they're able to reinvent themselves and put themselves in a championship position, doesn't mean that there's this ultimate connection with Jimmy Butler now. If back in the day you say, hey, we're trading Dwayne Wade and it'll bring us a championship. Now, that's a different conversation. But Jimmy Butler's not at that D. Wade level. Yeah, they're not getting rid of D. Wade. And never will be. They're not getting rid of D. Wade if you were to ask them that hypothetical question. No way. So back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love you, UD, so. but yes. Yes. I mean, come on. That guy is not really? here, Miami Heat. Really? Culture. Now, now, ask that to JMP or Evan Cohen. 
if they would take a Heat championship if it meant they're trading away UD. Now, that's the question for Evan or JMP. <laughs> I, in a second, am saying send UD to, to Sacramento. Or home, because I don't or think just anybody home. would just go home. Him. In any sport, in any sport, I love this question. Who is the athlete you would not trade, even if it meant you'd be guaranteed winning a championship the next year? I think this is more a social experiment about how we view winning championships over how we value those who have represented our organizations in a stellar way and have grown a connection with the fans. In any sport, any sport, and I'm really curious about Aaron Judge and the Yankees because, again, Yankees fans acted like they had signed or re-signed the Pope. Okay, and Aaron Judge is infallible, and the franchise was going to crumble into uh, into a a, a a crack in the pavement in the Bronx, and 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 be melted in the depths of hell if Aaron Judge didn't get re-signed. In any sport, who is the athlete you would not trade, even if it meant that your team would win a title the next year? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six eight eight eight. 760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let me tell you about that yellow train, Brightline. Brightline is coming to Boca Raton. The all-new Boca station opens next Wednesday. Are you kidding me? Get rapid rail service to and from Brightline's new Boca station, along with stops in West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, and now Aventura. Brightline, the best way to skip traffic, get to the game on time. Take Brightline from West Palm and now Boca to see the heat, the Marlins, the Polar Express ride, and so much more. Visit GoBrightline.com. Book your ride now with limited fares starting at just $10. GoBrightline.com. The Brightline is in Boca. It opens next Wednesday. This is a game changer. Brightline app. GoBrightline.com. Use Brightline, the most stress-free way to get through South Florida. Now in Boca. Which athlete, any sport, would you not trade? Would you not trade? You would protect that athlete, even if it meant by getting rid of that athlete, your team wins a title next year. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. She's Janet Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. This is a great one from Jeanette, and I think Stone was thinking it too. There's no way Milwaukee Bucks fans are guaranteed a title next year if they trade Giannis. They would not trade Giannis. They would not get rid of Giannis. Giannis is that team, and he is the most recognizable face in that city. Agreed. Giannis is, I mean, Jeanette was spot on with that. There's no way that you're trading Giannis, even if it means you're guaranteed the Bucs winning an NBA championship the next year. Yeah, I would hold. No way. There's no way I would hold Giannis and Josh Allen in the same conversation at that point. Like, they are the adopted sons. Except Josh Allen hasn't won. Yeah, in that conversation, they are the adopted sons of that town. Right. But Josh Allen hasn't delivered yet. Sure. So you are you're asking Bills fans to to um, take the rope and and toss it into the water and let Josh Allen float away the the person that you've brought up that you've seen mature that you've loved that you've raised to adulthood and say hey thank you but farewell we're gonna reach the mountaintop without you like that I could see that making the championship experience a little darker. For Bills fans, even though that's all they've ever wanted. Like, Josh Allen's the guy. Like, that's the one that, to me, I don't know. And Aaron Judge is fascinating, too. Giannis is a no-brainer. Giannis is a no-brainer. There's no way Bucks fans would agree to the trade him and you win a title next year. No way. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. And I don't think it helps the Bills case because they've gotten to all the Super Bowls and lost them all. 
Like they've gone to in the nineties, like Super Bowl after Super Bowl yeah, after Super and Bowl. And you had your generational Jim Kelly talent and he couldn't deliver. Right. So they are starving a little more than others because they've gotten there and but, haven't won it. But Nobody likes a tease. By that, it, it, it does kind of feel like then you should be okay getting rid of Josh Allen. Right. Because what's to say Jim Kelly couldn't do it, so who's to say Josh Allen can do it? But it's the close calls too that make it even worse. Like they not being able to get past the Chiefs, the most improbable comebacks of all time, knocking you out of the playoffs. It, you can up the ante a little bit by using somebody like Jalen Hurts, who's got an Eagles organization. Oh, Eagles, fans would, Eagles fans would boot Jalen Hurts in a second. They you think? Sacrifice yes, him. you think? Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Because again, it, it's, wow. been a, it's been a good year and a half, but there's not that connection there. There's not that connection there. Sure, but he's surging, and he's solidified himself as one of the best quarterbacks in the league in just one or two seasons' time. But and you're it, just going to dump him off for a bowl? Yeah, you uh-huh. want to go back to the late 90s? Maybe there's a discussion if it's Donovan McNabb. Because you feel like, oh, this team, it's like the Bills. They're going to go to NFC championship games. We've got our guy. I don't want to just trade off Donovan McNabb for a championship, but not since Donovan McNabb in that city, I don't think there has been. Maybe 76ers fans feel it with like Embiid, but in that <laughs> city, Donovan McNabb's the only one that's coming to mind for me. Yeah, it's funny you brought up Joel Embiid. He dropped a quote yesterday saying, I feel like Philly fans want me gone. They're not supporting me. He did drop that quote, so that makes it a very interesting. Okay, like never mind. Embiid would leave before fans <laughs> Kicked him out. Fine, fine. Embiid, answer that question for us. He knows that, that Sixers fans would just uh, kick him in the old seven-foot-three butt and uh, and say, hey, let's bring a title to uh, to Philadelphia. Yeah, and, and we said this off air. Stone, I don't know if you're in, but there's some franchises who winning a ring is so prominent and so important, like the New York Knicks. Like, I feel like they would sacrifice players as well. If you say, I will bring you a ring if, well, yeah. I think the Knicks would do anything. Yeah. This was the quote from Joel Embiid. He feels some 76ers fan want him gone. Quote, I do believe that. They want to trade me. Yahoo Sports. Okay, well, never mind. It was one day ago. Okay. I did not realize that. Mm. Things are going great in Philly. <laughs> never mind what I said earlier. Uh, you have to go all the way back to Donovan McNabb to, uh, to, to find a guy in that city that maybe you wouldn't trade even if it guaranteed a title mm, the next year. Well, you can go Bryce Harper with the Phillies. Yeah, but I don't think he's and, – and again, they went to a World Series with him. I don't think there's they that love the there. Yeah, I know, but I don't think there's that love there. There's no not way. Like the, okay. He didn't start there. He didn't, like, I think you've got to really like, – you've got to – You've had to have started in that place, right? Like, that's where you've plied your trade oh, yes. the entire time. Uh, in any sport, who is the athlete you would not trade, even if it meant your team was guaranteed a title the next year? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. And tweet at KLV1063. Let me just throw this out there. Baseball again. Mike Trout, Shohei Otani. Angels. That franchise is flat out irrelevant if Mike Trot's not there and especially if Otani's not there. I, I wonder. Like, is it like a two for one deal? Like that's that's their franchise. No, it, but one are of we them. getting okay? One of them. Okay, one then them. I think they would keep Otani. Yeah, and get rid of Trout. So, so so then, especially with all the money they're probably so then let's Trout. say, but let's say then, all right, well, uh, then you get rid of Otani, you get rid of Otani, but you're guaranteed a championship. Otani has superseded Mike Trout as like the 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 fascinating baseball specimen, right? Mm-hmm. I think I, I think it's in- really sad, by the way, that you have to have this conversation with a franchise that has both of them. <laughs> it's gone so poorly with both of them that you'd have to put them in that conversation. Yeah, I think I would use the argument that getting a ring does buy you at least four or five seasons of relevancy. So Angels fans would be like, "Yeah, sign us up. We want to be talked about. We're not being talked about even with Mike Trout and Shohei. Yeah. So just give us a ring." <laughs> Oh, man, that's funny. That is really, really funny. I wonder if you... <laughs> see, but then it happened. Like, think about it. We had a real-life scenario that could potentially play out. Hey, Seahawks fans, you trade Russell Wilson, we can guarantee you a title the next year. Like, that could conceivably play out this year. Oh, or just, and in devastating fashion for the Denver Broncos. Or just, hey, Seahawks fans, would you get rid of Russell Wilson for some success? And I think they would say yes. <laughs> some success. Because they're getting that success right now. Uh, Christmas ham? <laughs> yeah. I'm still stuck on, the, stuck on the Philly market. Do you think they would have given up Allen Iverson for a ring? It's a good one. It's a good one. That is awesome. Now that is awesome because he was the answer. He was, he was and he was the he was the Sixers franchise. That's what I'm saying. And he brought the 70s. Ooh. Yeah. 
I, I, I don't think it would have felt the same if, like, Eric Snow was <laughs> the face of your team. Ooh, that's great. I like Jeanette is like now for whatever reason hung up on Philadelphia. That's funny. Because that's funny. It's a petty market, so I want to go. How petty would they be? I kind of like the. I kind of like the idea of just going city by city. And when's the last time this athlete actually existed in this city? In any sport, who is the athlete you would not trade, even if it meant your team would win a title next year? Cowboys fans, would you get rid of Dak? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six eight eight eight. 760-3776 tweeted us at KLV1063 let's kick things off on the phones in Boynton with Daniel Daniel's on Ken LeVick alive what's going up Daniel hey what's going on man hey uh, one person I wouldn't trade because he held it down for us and we didn't make the playoffs for God knows how long is Mike Evans on the Bucks you know because he's one guy he's selfless he gives up money so we could get better players you know and he's had his eight, nine thousand yard seasons in a row. He's selfless and he held it down for us. So, you know, I wouldn't trade him for anything. I uh, appreciate the call. Can I can I just be completely honest with you guys? Go ahead. I'm gonna side with you, so please. When I um when when I presented this topic, there is not a single solitary chance in hell I thought that one Mike Evans would come up at all. And two, Mike Evans would come up multiple times in this conversation. (laughs) People, it's Mike Evans. Like, I get it. He's a nice guy. It's Mike Evans. Come on. No, but it's that same loyalty Rondé Barber had to the Buccaneers. When he got a ring, when he hoisted that Super Bowl trophy, the Lombardi, it was very happy. I guess I'm just not as tied into... The Bucks circle, as I thought I was. You're not, or, and you're not welcome. Or, <laughs> not, not welcome. or homerism <laughs> in general. And I, I honestly think Mike Evans being brought up multiple times now is makes a stronger case for Josh Allen in Buffalo. Like, if they're willing uh, to side with Mike Evans and talk about his loyalty, what about, you said it a hundred times already, but the adopted son of your city. Like, mm-hmm. and I think Mike Evans makes a stronger case for Josh Allen and why you would not give him up. And Daniel, because I said Mike Evans first, but at the end of the day, if you were to say, do you want your organization to win another ring? Bye, Mike Evans. Thank I, you. You did it once. With Tom Brady, that was good enough. See, I, I guess I don't have an athlete on any of my teams that I wouldn't give up. Like, Lavelle messages Tyreek Hill. Sorry, Cheetah. Time to run out the door. <laughs> like, I don't, I, and maybe that's a nature, the nature of sports where free agency is so prevalent and trade deadlines and all of that, where it's harder to develop uh, a, a region having that relationship with an athlete. Like the last, the last time for, for South Florida would be D Wade. That would be the last athlete where you could have this conversation. And then before that, it's Marino. I was just going to say, yeah. I think the number one thing on the list of criteria is how hungry you are as a fan base. So, yeah, you'd right. be willing to give up anybody on the Miami Dolphins because we are begging. Famished. <laughs> begging. <laughs> we are famished. We need some nutrition. Um, fans still out here bringing up the 72 team. Right. You weren't even thought of, dude. Right, right. Um, in New Orleans, it would be Drew Brees. Gone in a heartbeat. No. Um, you think? I don't think so. Dude. I don't think. That would be a very mm. tough breakup. So uh, yeah, and again, it, we're talking about before he tricked the world into thinking he got hit by lightning in Venezuela. Stop, okay, stop, I forgot about that. For <laughs> yeah. a but they were never the dominant team in the league at any point with Drew Brees. I mean, you but again, could, he won them a title. He won them a title. So say 2011. It's 2011. He won the championship in 2009. He won the Super Bowl in 2009. 2011. You don't think that Saints fans would be like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't care about getting another title. Um. Uh, uh, if Drew Brees isn't involved, I think there would be plenty of people in New Orleans that had that mindset. Plus, he's such he's like before he faked his own death in <laughs> Venezuela. Yeah, before he faked his death, right? He was, he, he's the guy, the upstanding individual. He, yeah, he was just the guy that you just wanted to hang out with, and but I think, that picture of him with his baby in the headphones after winning—it's like he's just charming. But you got to be him. You got to be a top three at your position in whatever league you're playing in. I think for you to even be like on this list is why Mike Mike Evans is laughable. That's that's why New York. So let's go to New York. Aaron Judge, Yankees fans, you're starving for a title. You're so mad at Brian Cashman. You are angry you don't compete with the Astros. 
Would you get rid of Aaron Judge for a ring? Simple question. Yankees fans, and I know plenty of you are down here because, well, it's season, and I see your damn license plates all over the place now. <laughs> That's right. Mucking up my commute home. Aaron Judge. So annoying. <laughs> hey, I'm not, I, I, I'm not ignoring you either, Ontario. I know you're here. I've oh, seen plenty of you people started. here as well. Hey, tipping is a real thing down here. Make sure you tip. America first. Um, with, with with Aaron Judge, Yankees fans, would you trade him? Would you trade him tomorrow if you were guaranteed a championship? Would you trade him tomorrow if you were guaranteed winning the World Series next year? 888-760-3776. Your beloved Aaron Judge. 888-760-3776. Let's go with my hometown, Chicago. When is the last athlete? <sighs> well, for the Cubs, like Sosa. No, like by the end they hated him because he was just a cheater. He was a dirty, dirty steroid cheater. I don't. I yeah, I don't know. I like mean, Jordan. It, I think it's honestly Jordan. I think Bears fans would have gotten rid of Urlacher in the second to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, and the only other two notable names that I can think of, whether they're Devin Hester or Rex no, Grossman, yeah, no. both of those guys gone, gone. Are you kidding me, Rex <laughs> Grossman? You think any Bears fans would have held any sort of connection to Rex Grossman? <laughs> was, Are you pop- insane? <laughs> he's popular on Twitter, unless it's a different dude. It, it's one hundred percent a different dude. Oh, wait, who is the he's, Rex Grossman that she's talking about? He's a a guy. I don't know. He posts a lot of viral clips. I think whether they're NBA, NFL related, like. Of a big dunk, like that guy posts that. I don't think it's necessary. He probably posted Bull Bull. I don't think it's Grossman. I think it's Rex something else, but I know (laughs) she's talking about. What in the hell? Uh, Jim messages It's safe to say most Yankee fans would boot Judge in a New York minute. See what you did there. If it got them a title, hell, most fan groups and social media were saying they'd be fine with them leaving as a free agent since he didn't win anything, anyways. Maybe this just generationally doesn't work for the exception of. Patrick Mahomes, Giannis, and Steph Curry. And Steph Curry. Like, that's wild. Think about that. Think about that. We are living in an era of instant gratification sports. You know why? Josh Allen is such a great damn question. You know why it's such a good exercise, too? Because I think if you went uh, team by team, no matter um, what league they play in, Whoever's jersey sales are like the highest, like that would be the person that we would need that's to talk. That's the person you focus on. Yeah, right. and that's when it gets and, tough. Because and some some teams top jersey seller is laughable. Yeah, you're talking about Mac Jones and the New England Patriots. <laughs> oh. It's like, you know, yeah, they uh buy his jersey, but they'd get rid of him in a heartbeat. So you have to start with whose jersey do you see most of the games? Like that's you see the steps, you see the honestest, you see these guys. Josh Allen is the only jersey you see when you look up in the stands in Buffalo. What about- okay, here we go. Here okay. are the top ten best selling jerseys of twenty twenty two. Okay. Came out June twentieth. Okay. Russell Wilson. With the Broncos. Yeah, they would trade him in a mm, second. Yeah, I think so. Just say trade or keep. Trade. Josh Allen. Mm, keep. Keep. Devontae Adams. Trade. You already, he- already traded for him. Trade. <laughs> Kenny Pickett. Gotta hold, gotta, gotta hold a on. Obscure list. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. Gotta hold what? on to Kenny Pickett. NFL fans are dumb. Uh, Tom Brady, bye. I'll answer that one. <laughs> Mac Jones. Trade. Yeah, trade. Cooper Cup. <laughs> trade. trade. Yeah. Justin Herbert. Ooh. Oh, because there no one go. cares about the Chargers either. Relevancy. He is. If I'm going to say KD with the Nets, then you've got to say Justin Herbert with the Chargers. That That is another good one. But, but Justin Herbert... Because who gives a solitary crap about the Chargers? If you don't have Justin Herbert, what are you? If you don't have Steph Curry and the Warriors, what are you? So where's this energy with Josh Allen if you're willing to go, oh, with Justin Herbert? Because, again, he's part of the community. Like, Buffalo has two things going for it. Snow and Josh Allen. That's right. And table jumping. And table jumping and dope. So the last two, because that oh, was number Justin eight. Justin Herbert. Patty Mahomes. Yeah, he's, uh, he's staying. And Joe Burrow. I think trade. I think trade. Too. I, I hate trade. you guys for I that. I think trade. I think trade them. I, I, but with, like, again, with the processional, like. Yeah, sure. Give them a, a fruitcake. A yeah, nice, you, what is it, when you're fired and didn't they give you a nice check after? Oh, Compen- your compensation, your compensation, something that's compensation not, that's package, not the word. yeah, something like that. <laughs> I got one of those ones. You guys are two people who would never, ever, ever mention the Cincinnati Bengals on a show if Joe Burrow was not their quarterback. 
It's like the relevancy. I talked about him plenty when Andy Dalton was there, and they couldn't win a primetime game. Because you were making fun of him, calling them bad. You were calling them poverty. That's my point. I mean, still. I was talking about him. Any pub is good pub. You were were calling them poverty, but now they're a 9-4 football team, and this guy Joe Burrow's right in the thick of the MVP conversation. I don't know. Justin Herbert would be in this conversation. Hey, he's number eight on the top-selling... It makes sense. Jerseys in the NFL. So why? And when you talk about trading cards, Justin Herbert's in the top five as well. I know that for a fact. Like he is popular no matter the generation. No matter the sport. Who is the athlete you would not trade, even if it meant your team was gonna win a title the following year? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. That was really good with Justin Herbert. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063. <laughs> Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Ken LaVica Live. And we are here on a Thursday. Ask Steve's in just a couple of moments. Ask Steve's. Or he brings the brains. He answers your questions. The Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer Steve Politziner. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, they have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealthnet slash orthocare today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealthnet slash ortho. Osmataz tweets, you guys were thinking of Rex Chapman. Not Rex Grossman on Twitter, Rex Chapman. Good call. Former Miami Heat great. Yeah, I can say great. He beat Michael Jordan in a playoff game. Uh, Former Kentucky great. Definitely a great there. Yeah, Rex Chapman's a really good follow on Twitter. I knew it wasn't Grossman. We were were thinking of a severance package when you get get laid off from your job. And... Bobby messages, how are you going to call out Ontario license plates when I've seen more Quebec license plates down (laughs) here now messing up traffic? You're right. Well said, Bobby. Quebec just as guilty of making our commute miserable as Ontario and New York. I've been getting pretty hung up on Michigan license plates. Oh, you got some Michigan? Yeah, those are usually my uh, ones that I'm honking the horn at the most. I don't care where you're from. Just know that tipping is a thing down here. That's right. A lot of pent-up frustration from my bartending days <laughs> with the Canadians. Take that no-tipping thing back home. That's right. I'm with you. Not in this country. When we come back, the man who knows everything, he is a business mogul. He's a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, and we love him dearly. He's Steve Politziner. Ask Steve's on the way. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.